Anime and friendship hour. Anime and friendship. Burner burp. Anime oh. and friendship hour. Anime. <laughs> There's physical comedy happening. Okay. Early on. That. I'm doing the idol moves. Oh, they are, oh, yes. oh, are you championing my singing right now? Yeah, let oh. me do the... Oh, I forget what it's even called. There's like a special dramatic name for it. It's like dragon something. When you flick your hands like... Oh my god. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a good one. It's fucking great. Oh. We should get a diagram. Put it on the walls. We have like, space. Imagine a twister with hands. I like the idol's facial expressions more than anything because I don't understand it. Because <laughs> oh. they like puff their cheeks out. They do like a lot of like peace sign and like point. It's like child pageanty, but yes. but also not. It's like I love it when they do the puffy cheek thing, though. I think it's insanely weird. <laughs> uh, their peace signs have, like, 360 degrees of freedom. Like, yeah. every single direction on it is, like, a different mood or something. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> this is a podcast. It's called Anime and French Power. Yeah, it is. I'm Courtney, the host of the podcast. And I'm Cody, the Cody host <laughs> oh, the of Anime podcast. and French <laughs> This is the show where we watch anime, and then we'll talk about it for an hour plus. And we, why do we talk about it? Because we're friends. We're both desperate to make content. What do we do? Anything, you know? Yeah. <laughs> In this case, this is one of the rare, super off the rails. It's not epi- anime. It's not anime. But it's anime adjacent. It's the anime comes up. It's yeah. So the other one we did was Super Sentai. Um, the the public transit Super Sentai flavor yes! Daily On back in the day. It's probably over a year now. Uh, and this is our second, our second live actioned. Well, we did Death Note, the Netflix movie. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right, so maybe three. I didn't watch it. It it was shitty balls. Awful. It's cool that they, like, visually made some characters to look at. Yeah. But the things they say and do are are very poor. Okay. It's a very unfaithful telling of the story, too. So Mm -hmm. you don't even get that. Uh, Who are you talking to, Cody? Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm here. Return against Sergio Bruno. <laughs> Hi. I'm glad you can actually see our in-studio experience yeah. in my yeah. uh, wonderful small condo, as opposed to freezing cold in the back of. Uh, we'll Everton. try to get some random passers-by, though. That was cool, though. I mean, that, that I've never, cool. I've never done a like. A, it was almost like we were performing for the people there. Yes, they were very interested in what was happening. Um, yeah, and that if was I cool. Was super drunk and just random people were podcasting in the corner about something I knew something I would about. Be so fucking. I'd be like, I would never. Leave. I wouldn't leave. Yeah, and she did not want to leave. No, she really didn't. Power Her boyfriend editing. wanted to be out there as soon as possible, mm-hmm, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's the reason I mean, we don't do it live. Yeah. yeah, but that was cool. But it's cool to be here in uh, <laughs> where are we? San Jose, California. San Jose. Yes. So let's check oh, in. Check what in. happened to you today? <laughs> oh, um, well, I was hungover this morning because I got too drunk last night, and I was like, "This is why I don't drink too much when I'm on Zoloft because I slept all fucking day today, uh, nice. and I just was like, hmm." Like, very despondent all day. But then I took BART to Fremont and then a lift from Fremont to San Jose because I wanted to go on an adventure and I don't have a car. So um, BART was boring at first, but then I saw... What are, like four to five homeless people never disappoint. just shadow boxing nothing. Were they and, facing each other or the wall or just No, okay, space? so... Um, the first guy was on the BART train, and he went into a separate, like, car later on. 
And then another guy was at the BART station when we stopped and like the doors opened and I saw him just going for it. Another person I saw out of the window of the BART train around the Union City area. And then when I got off BART in the BART parking lot, there was somebody. And then I think there was someone near here, but not like down the ways a bit. Sure. In a parking lot. He had a cart with him. He was the only one that had a cart. I don't, that's a detail I didn't need to add, but I don't know. So, so he, he, he they're just, all training for something. <laughs> yeah. It's like they're arguably more prepared than we are. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they know something we don't. Oh, I think that's an absolute aliens. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, if you got your eyes on the street 24 seven, you're going to pick up some knowledge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and also it's like, who really knows what's happening at any time ever mm-hmm. anymore? Um, so, I mean, the, gov- I, the government and the political system is mm-hmm. insane. So I also hear there's a lot of like black magic involved in the U.S. government. Just recently, I've been getting into that. So I'm like, listen, I yeah. can't trust anybody or anything. I'm just going to keep to myself and watch this documentary about <laughs> little <laughs> Japanese girls. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I hear about the black magic occult thing in the U.S. government. But, but that, I guess I always just assume white people are too uninteresting to really keep that up. <laughs> Once in a generation, you'll get a weirdo, mm. and maybe he can make it to a senator or something, yeah. and still does the Satanism you, thing. You don't have to weekends. be interesting to be evil. You can be boring <gasps> that and evil. The truth. <laughs> you can just be the, fucking white bread, mm-hmm. evil piece of shit. The banality of evil. Oh my god! Holy <laughs> shit! We you need get to- Noam Chomsky to write you a forward on that book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit. Yeah. I think if you needed to write a thesis, there you fucking go. Just be boring as shit. Like, fucking Big Bang Theory. Oh, they're all sadists. No, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I like that a lot of them are getting paid for that. At least one people. Yeah. <laughs> Darlene and... Well, how oh, are you guys? What did um, you do? So I've started an after-school job recently. In this after-school job, we're paid to be there by 2.30, but don't start working till 3. Mm-hmm. And so me and the two Oh, you other- left that detail out earlier. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, most of my jobs have been payment for doing nothing. Ew. It is a freedom, but also a curse. <laughs> Anyways, so me and the two other dudes are just like hanging out before we have to start doing the job we're paid to do. And the volunteer mom who set up shop like, oh, and the, the, the teacher didn't even know this was going to happen, I guess. This whole painting thing. I don't know who knew. There was some rogue volunteer painting. Some rogue painting volunteer activity. was okay. like, we're going to do painting today. What uh, if they were supposed to do math? And, yeah. and now she's over here just letting them have fun after yeah. school. They're almost <laughs> at the end of the school year. They have exams they need to study for. Yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> um, anyways, so she's cleaning up the mess from the project she gave them. Are we talking like paper mache? Paper. They're doing like a watercolor thing. Oh, watercolors. Yeah. Runny. So they're like, have 15 minutes in. She's like, don't you guys feel guilty for not helping out? You know, you should always <laughs> help out, even when someone's just crossing the street or something. It's just a little life lesson. And like, I straight up turned to one of the guys and like, just mouth, do not feel guilty. Do people accept help to cross streets? No. no. I have a story about that tell okay so i was a teenager i think i was like 16 or 17 and i was with one of my friends and there was an older elderly type lady and she had a bunch of grocery bags and she was about to cross the street and one of my guy friends who's like 17 years old walked up to her and was like 
do you need help with your bags? And then she was like, get away from me. Get away from me. I can do it myself. Leave me alone. Like, and not what helped. And he was very upset about that. And then I was like, well, that's just a reflection of where we are as a society. She (laughs) thought you were going to steal her groceries and probably rape and murder her. And... (laughs) Mm. You can't blame her. You can't blame her. Slash, she's probably a Republican now. Oh, you know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. they take away that lesson. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oof. Um, and then the most infuriating part of the story is that afterward, she's like, hey, I didn't tell you that to, like, and then my, uh, uh, the lead, site lead guy's like, be condescending. And she's like, yeah, be condescending. It was just, I work at LinkedIn, and we're looking for interns. Fart. And that's the kind of thing that we look for. No. So it's just a, a lesson. I'm just trying to make a teachable moment. LinkedIn <laughs> as a company is similar to how you think about LinkedIn and its usefulness. Uh, LinkedIn as an app. is a po- Nobody needs LinkedIn in real life. No. Uh, if it you look at the jobs, and LinkedIn t- doesn't tells actually do you, much. <laughs> like, LinkedIn isn't going to get me like an hourly job working some kind of shit. And if I can get a job at like an NVIDIA, LinkedIn also isn't going to help me. Yeah, no. We LinkedIn is just a waste of time yeah. and resources and like internet yeah. space. And I feel sorry for people who are like, oh, add me on LinkedIn. I'm like, I want to stay as far away from LinkedIn <laughs> as possible. I don't want a job. I don't want to have to work. No. I don't want to be in contact with people who like are career driven. <laughs> what? Oh my God. Like, no, a dude no, no, like no, gave, no. asked me to connect on LinkedIn when we were like just at college. What? What are you doing? I'm old enough now where I get the LinkedIn requests from people from like high school who I've not seen or talked to. Oh like God. I don't even recognize their photo right away. And they're doing something like complete, like, you know, they're a tailor at something, you know, or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> sure like this, if this makes your life better you know like you're just doing some completely different craft right and i'm just like I, I guess you put time into this so i can click a button but oh man i feel weird bad i don't know and it's just the fact that she was like looking for interns when you're when you're getting paid yeah i'm getting currently as she's yeah. talking to you about a job that wouldn't give you any money Mm-mm. so it's kind of like know your audience lady yeah. so <laughs> i hate the phrase teachable moment yeah because like here's gross. The, well, you wait, are she, having you are living your that? what she actually she said, said that? teachable moment i thought Ew. that was you paraphrasing no no oh. she looked at i am fucking 25 and she teachable might think that moment? i might do the job of a high schooler <laughs> but i am not strangers can no longer teach me <laughs> you have to know me to try to teach me shit. And, and, and I don't want to listen to people who I know nothing about, yeah, no, to be no. honest. So, and, okay. I'm surprised. So, admittedly, we all do comedy, which is like, you're telling people who know nothing about you about you. Yeah. But it's like, at least that time you're taking from them, you're trying to make it enjoyable for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, you are living your life, but shut the fuck up, because now I have to tell you how to live your life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll, think of all the time she took to talk to you while she was nailing herself to the cross. You yeah. Know? Like, kind of big of her. I really need to put this in perspective. <laughs> what a loon. <laughs> I can't match any of this. I didn't do shit today. Hey. <laughs> I woke up at noon. I got to work. I got the fresh pasta before they ran out of it. Ooh. And I came home. And uh, while we watched the rest of the documentary. Yes. Um, Let's get get into this fucking crazy Um, bananas thing. We watched Tokyo Idols. Tokyo Idols. So this is not even J-pop idols. This is Don. This is Akiba Pop. 
Yep. Oh. Um, like, I guess J-pop, you would say any popular music from Japan. Mm-hmm. This is specifically music that is made for otaku obsessive fans. To obsess over. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know. So you, you had... Otaku. We had, we, had, we had watched Love Live. We watched mm-hmm. things that involve uh, idols. idols. And mm-hmm. I have, I'm have more familiar with K-pop, which is mm-hmm. just kind of just straight pop music, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, K-pop's super mainstream. Right. And so K-pop idols are just kind of your Britney Spears yeah. kind of mm-hmm. yeah. station, it's like, right? like, what if there were 12 Britney Spears' is all at once? <laughs> um, and and so- they were 12. <laughs> yeah. 12, 12 Britney Spears. <laughs> and so you were trying to tell me that J-pop is a little different. RJ idols are different. Yes. And, and I thought you were saying like, oh, you know, the European crow is five kilograms, but the American <laughs> crow is three kilograms. You know, I thought they were just a little like details. Oh, different. No. This is a completely totally different fucking different. sport, as we'll find out in a very depressing and detailed way. So <laughs> twisted. <laughs> um, so twisted. So this mainly follows the journey of Rio, and she's an independent idol. And she has her idol fans. Mm-hmm. And we, we check in with her when she's about 19 through 19 21. Starts, yeah, 19 yeah. to 21. She's covered some time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you, your, your listeners probably know all about otaku. So, yeah. like, we probably don't need to go into that. But I don't. I was not familiar oh, with any of yeah, this. So, so my first taken. impression was just sheer horror. Yeah. At first. Same. Um, because it's like this adorable 19 year old girl singing about being pure oh, and yeah. like, they start strong. The first song they play is about, I want to keep my purity mm-hmm. until I'm no longer wearing my high school uniform. <gasps> so I can always be an innocent angel. <laughs> it is so, and these, the these dudes are like 44 yeah. To, yeah. and upwards. Nope. It's like, on one hand, I get the 44 year old dudes more than the dudes in their 20s. Yes. The dudes in their twenties. Oh, the dudes in their twenties. We look back around at the end to them, and that yeah. was that was another level of crazy. That's yeah, because so what that wasn't a midlife crisis. Yeah, that was. Just, I thought couldn't maybe not excuse, but at least explain. Yeah, what I was sense. witnessing for yeah. an hour. Um, the quote I have from her song that disturbed me was, "I want to protect my innocence," but same idea. Like every line yeah. of that yeah. song was something along that line. Right? And they were like chanting, "Like faith, worship, th- faith." Oh, yeah. Um. All. Oh my God! Just the weird mix of like religious in sexual purity like, with yeah. the overtly sexual dancing and it's like, like it's just there's a self-awareness yeah. that they are being crazy and insane but no one thinks that's a bad thing and that's almost beautiful in a way <laughs> if, it wasn't disgusting. if it wasn't disgusting um, i would be like that's kind of amazing that they're just starting like they're just kind of accepted as like people in the community yeah and I, they're not all thought of as like pedophiles like yeah, right which i, mean, I definitely that was a like a lot of times oh they comment on how like oh yeah they're all super nice and even like the girls they have like this really young kid group who are like 10 12 they oh yeah they're all really nice and they're like they're not supposed to touch for too long in certain places but they're also <laughs> nice and supportive and the thing is like i have gone to one of these idol shows and everyone is very friendly like, it's like a more fucking improv you... workshop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, this they... is so much like improv, though. Well, actually. they do rehearse and stuff, yeah. and they have choreographed things, and and they're like, and it's, it's there's not impressive. like this gatekeeperness you get with Western music fans. Like, oh, you know, in the first album, like guys are like, I have extra glow sticks 
Because someone might not have glow sticks. Yeah. Yeah. So we should all have glow sticks. Yeah. So I bring the glow sticks. Yeah. And then he's like, this other, like, that was the thing that also blew my mind was they were all just so, like, welcoming of each other. Yes. In yeah. weird ways. How they pull this off without being competitive. <laughs> yeah. And that has a lot to do with the, the yeah. barrier between them and the idol that they mm-hmm. respect for some reason. Yeah. I mean, it's like, there's all these cultural norms that are like, that's crazy that not one of them is like really trying to like fuck her, right? Yeah. But at the same time, none of this would have even been possible with our cultural norms to begin with. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing's built on these set of rules that we have no experience yeah. with, it's right? It's like if you said, okay, what if we had a religion, but instead of being some dude we made up, <laughs> it was a real girl. chick, 16 to 22 years old, and we all wanted to fuck her, but did not. Because we respect mm-hmm. her choices to not want to fuck an old man. Yeah. That was something weird, too, because one guy straight up was just like, I know nothing will ever happen between us. I oh, know yeah. it's not going to be possible. I know nothing will ever happen. And, you know, we'll always have this, like, barrier between us. But I still love her. Yeah. And but, I'm but like, They wouldn't be okay happened? if she got a boyfriend, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't no, think they um, would. Right. Because they, that a would be, like, disrespectful. Contract. Like, they can't date. When you get signed as an idol, part of your contract, you said, I will not have a boyfriend yeah, as you long as I'm an idol. You can't do it because, like, you're you, now you're a product of the fans. Mm-hmm. You're no longer your own person. You're oh an God. entity that these people are like, They're it's nuns. just so it's, insane. Um, like, so she said she wanted to be a singer originally. Okay. Yeah. Can Rio? I address that? Yeah. When I was trying to figure out when I still came in watching this, I'm like, oh, they're like K-pop idols, but maybe a little more weird and hardcore and younger mm-hmm. or something. Right. That almost in minute four or something like that, she is speculating, well, I can't do this forever. I don't love it. But yeah. the one thing I really want, my dream is to be a singer. Yeah. And at that point, it completely shattered my real because I was like, oh, you're not a singer. Like, you don't even, people don't even think of you as a singer. No, no, they're I see you singing and dancing like everyone else, but this is like a completely different fucking idea. It's a lot like wanting to really just dedicate yourself to one whole art form, but the area you live in does not sustain that. (laughs) And so you have to go to open mics weekly Mm. because how else do you be a, comedian I'm in not, the bear. I'm not familiar with this. Yeah, Just no. kidding. It's fucking ridiculous yeah. all the time. Especially because I've met a bunch of stand-up comedians where I'm like, oh yeah, this... It's it's an art form, and they're like, no, it's fucking not. You just gotta know how to be charming. I'm like, you're a piece of shit. It's like, and I hate that people laugh at your jokes and yeah. not mind oh. that take me hours to write. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's like, man, these girls like could be very, very, very talented, oh, yeah. or they could be not talented at all. It doesn't make any difference, and it doesn't make any difference. Yeah. And that's what the, that's the difference. That's and that's me. sad. Yeah, the difference to me between K-pop and J-pop is that you have have to be talented at k-pop mm-hmm. you have to be like the best it's still like super manufactured girls. like yeah, raised but, from a young age like but pro. you have to like the dancing they do in these <laughs> akiba <laughs> pop groups it's not it's awful it's totally bad. i mean they're children they're playing dance dance revolution oh yeah they right? um like, have footage of this like nine-year-old girl practicing or dancing it's like you are already putting too much in that aspect Oh yeah, like like, I think that's that was the saddest thing about Rio to me too. Is she's like, this is just a jumping ground to do what I want to do. I really want to do like anime voiceovers, and I want to like make songs for anime, and I'm really into like all of that. And this is just this is just to get my foot in the door. But then I feel like the idol thing really held her back from being able to do that because they're like, oh, you're just like an idol, so they probably didn't take her seriously either, and that sucks. 
balls. So there's a part in the movie where she is doing a tour, and that tour, it is so sad when you see what it is. It's her biking from city to city. She bikes from Tokyo to Kobe. Yeah. It's like a thousand kilometers. And she's just riding her bike by herself. Yeah. But the thing is, she's not by herself. Because she's being tailed yeah. by these dudes. By the dudes who call themselves the brothers. Yes. Which, <laughs> the brothers. Which is like, also brings in that weird incestual thing that's common mm-hmm. in Japan, yeah. in, a, in a lot of Japanese yeah. things. There's like a theme of incest, and these guys are calling themselves the brothers, but they also talk about how they like have crushes on her. Right, when they ask, like, are, do you have romantic feelings? They're always like, and then the answer is whatever they say at that point. But you Basically, realize it's some of in the them do right? and some of them don't, it oh. seems. But it still is fucking weird. Um, yeah, it's just the idea of the product that you're selling is yourself, but as an object. But as like a, a non-sexual sexual yeah. object. Mm-hmm. Right. The idea that you're not sexually active is sexually appealing to them. Whoa. And these are people not having sex. And they're not having sex and... This is what all they have, right? Like, this is their... uh, A common thing from this tour in every other shot is whenever you see these dudes following around or supporting her or selling their shit or whatever, it's like, they always kind of frame it at first, like, oh, these are just the super fans, and they're like... You know, it's like some some people follow the Grateful Dead around, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, wow, like she's biking to, to Kobe or whatever. And they all got bikes and they're going to go. And I'm like, oh, they're like f- following the, the tour. And then they pull out from her riding. And they're literally like 10 feet behind her, the yeah. four of them, giving her like just the exact amount of space they would have given her in the fucking like one. And I was like, oh, shit. They she just never gets stalking to be alone. Her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. They are just following her mm-hmm. around. And I bet one of those motherfuckers had access to a car. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. but they're just like it's like that weird barrier thing where they talk about um the handshake meet and greets oh, yeah. oh my god where like so these girls they're like totally being sexualized and then the guys get to pick like a girl they want to talk to or meet all of them i don't know how it all girl, works yeah. and like they get to shake their hand which was like super taboo in japan yeah until like any physical contact was like super taboo and these girls are like double hand shaking holding their hand like thank you so much oh your haircut's so cute like Mm -hmm. flirting with these dudes but then it's all so innocent and And it's like all the girls uh, so sincerely believe yeah like real they they grew up in a time when the handshake was innocent they grew up in a time when it was really sexual yeah and so they're getting to relive their earlier sexual fantasies with girls they didn't have now yeah with girls who have no fucking idea and are really leaning into it <laughs> yeah they have no idea that this handshake means a lot more than they think it does because they were raised in the nor- like the modern right. time where it's a handshake and it's your friends crazy how normalized this is because like none of the girls have any cynicism about it real mm-hmm. like i wouldn't want to do this forever but she's pretty much cool with it yeah and, like, there's just that one lady, that one sociologist, journalist, I think. Yeah. Yes. And she's like, this is fucked up. This is just to make men happy. Yeah. And your whole life is supposed to be ma- making men happy? The the last thing she says, she's my favorite character. Yeah, I love She's the her. best person. She's uh, the best. Because she's the only one that seems like she this. has her shit together. She's the only one who seems like she's heard about fem- feminism existing. She says, quote, 
this society will stop at nothing to protect male fantasies and provide comfort to men. So yeah. it's like she's probably really disgusted with idols and like really wants to make her statement on this documentary about what she knows about mm-hmm. it. But she's mad at Japan. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is every fucking day for this her. Is and she doesn't have to bother with idols 99% of the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I, she was great. She was the only adult in this because the other two experts, I think there was a, a sociologist and an economist or yeah. uh, mm-hmm. some other guys. The they they oh were intelligent and making good arguments and providing perspective. They were, yeah. But they showed up with like a t shirt and like fucking ragged hair and just looked like man children. And then it cut to this poor professional woman, and I'm like, she's got on a wrap, a shawl. (laughs) She got leather bound books. She's she's got like a slight A line haircut going Mm -hmm. on, but not in a can I speak to your manager way. No, she (laughs) is. You can see in her face the like disgust. She's just that and the contempt she has for this society. (laughs) And it's like I agree, like. These poor girls think it's okay. Here's, they don't realize that they're just being like here's the thing. they're human dolls. Yeah. Like it's fucking gross. This it, this got documentary made me want to shower. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the thing I I realized watching this is that in Japan there's no sense of what is wokeness mm-hmm. like being aware of social issues and that being a trait you can have and a good thing even. And so like I feel like if you're this a line haircut lady. And you try to talk about the shit, immediately people are like, uh, well, hmm, I don't know, and just dismiss you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she basically said that when that was one of her first things she said is like, whenever we, people try to criticize yeah. it, you just get pushed back on by everybody. Yeah. Well, also, I think it ties in to like Japan's depression epidemic. Yeah. Where they even said they're like, Japan has the lowest self worth, and they cut to like just people walking home from work or whatever, and <laughs> they all down. <laughs> look so fucking depressed yeah. and worn out and like no joy. But then you see all the otaku at the so at the shows and they're joyful and they are like yeah they have a lot of sadness in their lives but now they're like i'm living for this like yeah. joyful experience and, and it's, this it's like vicarious like this person succeeds i succeeded exactly I them. Yeah. and then it's almost like i kind of fucking get it they're like finding anything that makes them happy and going fucking full force because mm-hmm. they're also a very intense culture Seems so. very like religious overtones too right mm-hmm. like yeah. especially yeah, yeah, with yeah. a lot of like the like if we just go into a room and say that we're happy over and over again, we're happy. I mean, oh yeah, all no the, bullshit. It kind of works. It kind of like in the short about term. So much as someone who grew up like going to a Christian school, inundated with Christian rock, is that <laughs> J-pop? The lyrics are so sentimental and so sincere that it gets that same vein that lyrics about loving God will get, mm. except it doesn't obligate you to a deity. <laughs> Except they for just, they kind of are deities. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> now yeah. A- could you just take one of their songs and then like like after every line just add like the lamb or yeah. like mm-hmm. the lamb, <laughs> you know or just like sprinkle in a little flavor and you just you could just the package lamb. it. Yep. I, I don't remember Christian rock. Were they even that clever? Or did they just say Jesus a lot? It was was oh, it God is an awesome God <laughs> is uh, in heaven above with wisdom power love. God. It sounds like you're doing the Metallica version. <laughs> you're just James Hetfield's Christian like branch of Metallica. Fine. Now, um, I thought Christian rock was a lot of like looking up to the sky, <laughs> praising him. I mean, like, like that, <laughs> but I like the heavier melodic ones. Mm-hmm. That was like a church camp song for yeah. me. That one. That was a. 
clap your hands and yeah i sing that song when things make me really happy but everybody knows that like i don't really believe in anything at all you ironically sing it yeah so sometimes like something awesome would happen and i'll just be like hands up swing like our god is an awesome god he reigns like a very pop star style (laughs) hey i mean this was all shoved on us at an early age what however we can use it to our benefit we have fucking earned it exactly uh, <laughs> anyway, back to the idol. Oh, so you were saying this is this stems from Japanese oppression. I also oh, like yeah. that um the the fucking the sociologist they like just woke out of bed. Uh, <laughs> he he mentioned that this he was linking it to the econo- economic oh, depression of the mid nineties, nineteen seventies, and he was saying yeah, London in the nineteen seventies at birth punk rock, which is like okay, buddy, like you want to put those things together. But yeah, there is a counterculture, oh, and however you fall I, into that, I see the connection. I see the connection, but I, what I'm saying is like talking like the intellectuals in the room are talking down about this but like punk rock while at at, like a very visceral level is maybe childish uh the cultural contributions of london in the 70s should not be talked about in the same sentences Mm. whatever this bullshit is right (laughs) oh yeah no none of these idols are talking about fucking shinzo abe no what he's fucking around up to they're not eating the rich well like it's the same (laughs) thing where it's like they don't want the idols who are super popular. You want to go with the one who's just starting out? Right. You want to punk rock like, about it. <laughs> like, you want someone who's indie? You want to be Equal more important want, You them. want someone who's purist. You want, like, the Bonnie Bear. Yes, you want the Bonnie Bear of Japanese <laughs> teenagers. And you want to be that, that Kickstarter ground Yeah, exactly. Know? And here's the thing. The younger they are, the less successful they are the higher the chance huh. that maybe huh. they will actually fuck you. Yeah, you know what that sounds a lot like? That sounds like grooming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of grooming, let's talk about Amu. <gasps> Poor Amu. Amu. So she's the, the 14-year-old, right? Yeah. And they have her dressed up as a little kitty cat. Little kitty cat. Oh, boy. So a little kitty cat. And they ask her, and this is what haunted me, and this is why I... Uh, Sean Boyles, another comedian, is actually the person who told me to watch this documentary. Mm. And he tried to say, like, no, it's not creepy. It's oh. not creepy. Are you serious? Yeah. He, well, and then he kind of, like, had to backtrack and was like, okay, well, some things are a little creepy. But, like, he's also dating a Japanese woman. So yeah. she probably has a different perspective on certain yeah. things. But little Amu was, they were talking to her and they were like, do you ever, like, feel uncomfortable or scared around these men? And I know that it's, like, um, in Japan, you, like, nod a lot. But she was, like, smiling super wide. And she said, like, no, I'm okay. I'm it fine. Was deer in headlights, hesitation. Yeah. I was, like, somebody's already done something. Yeah. Like, I felt, oh, like, no. I felt, like, or, or like, even if she was scared, she's not going to say anything. Oh, yeah. Because she's on the clock. She's, yeah. Like, how and many? but in her eyes, I just saw this like you shadow of <laughs> yeah. horror, and yeah. I was just like, "Run!" Like, how many adult women in America, where we have so much political discussion about women's rights? Yeah, how many adult women still like just like, yeah, I guess Tom's fucking sex like talks me up and shit every day at work, and I hate this shit. But then they just go along with it. Yeah. And then imagine your little girl in Japan. And so that's a thousand times. Mm-hmm. So just like right. anything. Like, I guess. They have like triple patriarchy and you're 10. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're only 10. And your mom's yeah. like, I, they're like fathers. Oh, yeah. The moms. It's like, I guess we went along with it. And like 10 years from now, you're going to fucking hate I yourself. feel like the moms still also have that like shade of guilt when they're talking about yeah, it. They, do. they act like they're totally cool with it and they're kind of like, I don't get it, but it's fine. But no, like 
bitches, you fucking get it. Yeah. Get your kid out of there. There are better ways. Get them in a fucking piano lesson. Mm-hmm. I saw the same like, thing with the, the moms of uh, South Korean uh, eSport boys. <gasps> and they oh, had the no. same like hesitation and shame of like, well, he likes it and he's not going to college or whatnot. And these kids won like tens of thousands kids, of dollars, like, right? And still the parents just like hesitant and shame and like, well... It's not. It sounds okay. It makes zero sense. This is way worse than that situation. Yeah, it was the same like reluctant mother with their kid doing a thing. Do some of do enough of these idols end up being famous singers or anything else? Seen as a thing, you do. You might do it in your teens and maybe a little early twenties, and then you like stop doing it when you get too old, and then maybe you get married. Maybe has, you get a but job. But is there the dream of it working out? Well, is that I, what they're all chasing? Has this been know. going on for like a long enough time Good where point, like you yeah. can I mean, really see the repercussions the of it? 80s. Like, really? Because I didn't like. They said the '90s were the boom, though, right? Yeah, yeah they said that. the '90s, but like it really it started in the '80s. But I felt uh, I don't but know. It's not like it's so, like, I feel like she was trying to get a different. Record contract, right? It was probably different then than it was now too, because there are yeah. a lot more of them now. Yeah. And it's like this industry by its nature is like, we will not take old women. So you cannot really age up to a point. Yeah. So it's like, how do you get actually good at music if you're not able to... It's a lot of singing every day. Well, no, no. I mean, like, but years and years of, like, actually getting truly, like, 10,000 hours good. Right, yeah. Yeah. If you're not able to... That's why I was curious. Like, do, do... the majority of them that work out, quote unquote, are they even musicians? Are they models? Are they just TV celebrities? Like, Do they host game shows? Like, like that what? one girl oh. in P Idol just worked at a cafe and they did shows at the oh, cafe. Yeah. I was like, literally, all they did. That was insane. I oh. can't imagine that's the success. I, I I felt some like 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 with hardcore sports here yeah. is like kids playing hockey at like six, right? Yeah, and then like ninety five percent of people that are on your college teams, which are like really fucking good. Uh, 95% don't end up making it. But the 5% yeah. that do drive this entire lifelong thing for everyone below them that yeah. everyone around supports, right? Yeah. So I was thinking maybe that was the situation here that just, it only takes one or two people to blow up a year and then everyone is just working towards that. Maybe I get to be that person It's like you want to be... And you get older and older and it gets further and further AK, away. AKB48. But even if you... Oh, yeah. it. We what a 48 can we talk about what this is can you explain the akb 48 akb 48 oh. is an idol group akb stands for akibahara there's 48 Woo-hoo. of them and it's a rotating cast every year they have more than 48 oh yeah this is jesus christ it i thought some k-pop teams i start many. that was when i was like watching the documentary i'm like okay i'm starting to understand how this works and then they're like yeah we're in a group with like 126 i'm like uh, this is a the- marching band i'm like are you the polyphonic fucking spree like <laughs> what is that tabernacle <laughs> like do you guys all dress the same yeah, yeah. are you the, are you the tabernacle <laughs> oh god yeah no like that's when I it's and then with like the weird pageant thing, mm-hmm. this whole okay. I feel like there's so much. It's so dense. <laughs> like we've brought up a million different things. There's no and way. and there it seems like an endless curious. conversation. You know, like yeah. you got you, like, people have to watch this, <laughs> and then they to, they should no listen idols. to this. Then they should watch it. Then they should re-listen to this, and then they'll be like, "Yup, agree." <laughs> hundred percent. I, I want to talk about the the dudes for a second because you brought yeah, up the, the twenty year olds. We do. We do. That gave me such a different creepy vibe. 
uh, not necessarily better or worse, just I didn't realize. So the, the main characters are like these mid to, mid 30s to mid 40s kind of yeah. people. They're basically like, I, I graduated from college. I got a job. I maybe dated. It didn't work out. She left me. I got I, I didn't want to do yeah. it. Whatever they said. And they're like, okay. One of them was literally bleak enough to say, like, in 10 years, I'm going to get various diseases. Oh, yeah. And oh, therefore, I should have fun now. I remember that line. It's like, dude, you're 43. Yeah. In 10 years, I'll be 53. You'll That's be fine. That's still pretty good. You, you'll, no you'll be fine. Worries. Yes. No. Um, and so this is like their, <laughs> I'm having fun in my midlife crisis, yeah. <clears throat> championing this little girl avatar as she, like a <laughs> Pokemon, grows up to be level 60 or whatever. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's really creepy and weird, but I kind of, I, I am starting to There's under- a logic. understand how that comes together. And then right at the end when we start dealing with these 12, 14-year-olds, there's a group of dudes who are in college. They're like yeah. 20. Yeah. And then their attitude is very different. They were just fans of like uh, they were the youngest and most energetic, so I like them the best. And then the the documentary person was like, um, asked him like, do you have like romantic feelings? And this is where they had another one that was like, mm-hmm. s- they hesitated mm-hmm. so long that it didn't matter what they said yeah, you realized, because you know what was happening right. in their head. They knew what they were trying to figure out how to say it. Uh, and then they asked, well, isn't the age difference? Uh, oh yeah, kind of creepy. Well, he says he sees them as friends. Yeah, Ooh. and then they said, but what about the age difference? And they're like, um, and the guy responded like, oh, it's not that big. And it's like, oh, that's very different mindset than the old creeper guys. Yeah, right? old creeper guy. Gets These it. are like fucking. I don't. I don't know. Is that? Is that? Is that bro? Is that? Is that frat guy thing? Is that? <laughs> is that pickup artist thing? Is that <laughs> child molester thing? Well, like, what is and that? And then there's the whole angle of, like the the lady a lion says it is like these guys think they don't have to work to be loved or accepted. Yep. Yes. They think they should just get it. It was they just think a hard that they, cut to the journalist that says yeah. yeah, Yeah, they think that they just deserve to be enamored by mm-hmm. these girls and all they do is make t-shirts for them mm-hmm. and go to their cafe. But yet the girls have to serve them at the yeah, cafe. That was the girls so are doing all of the work. The girls are, and, and they're there and the girls are so thankful and appreciative. Like, oh, thank you so much for being my fan. Oh, thank you so much. Like, I, I appreciate you following me on this journey and, like, you know, paying and buying all my merch and blah, 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 blah. But it's all still the women doing everything for the men. And it's like, so when you make your girlfriend an object you can buy when you want, you yep. no longer have any counsel for treating her with any decency. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that it's like you could follow someone on Instagram, you could go to their concerts, you could pay to shake their hand yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. The guy said he went to like 700 shows in a year. Yeah. And I'm like, that's like packing in like three a day on the weekend, I guess, yeah. or something. The fact that then you could go to lunch and, and then, then this person has to make food for you. Mm-hmm. They know mm-hmm. who you are. They've seen you every fucking day and then they have to serve you. Like, that's such a weird, creepy so, yeah. Like, it's they're like, still working, and you're paying them. I feel like it, them, what it says to the girls is no matter how hard you work at this thing, you are still less than these fuckers. Who don't do anything uh, but follow you around. But they're paying. Their lives are about you, but you are for them. Right. You're constantly exchanging your demeanor and your time, and I you're, almost, you're always putting on a show for them. Yeah, it's like, it's yeah. a little Who's show a, called yeah. I'm Gonna Serve You Perfect lunch. Blue. Who are you when your whole life is being 
just this commodity for another person. Yeah. yeah. I would almost rather give blowjobs than do yeah. all this oh, fucking yeah. work. Because a blowjob yeah. takes way less time <laughs> and a lot less work. And, and you get to leave. And you get and to be yourself leave after. Done doing blow job. You get to fucking leave after. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would hate to have to be a waitress in a cafe and a singer and a dancer mm-hmm. and a performer and, like, a public figure and a fucking, like, spokesperson right. and then ha- and, and are they are they paying for their grandma's like disease bills or something they like, make a lot of money that was because that was look how much, at leo's apartment they so show funny. how much the dudes are paying but you're right they have a boss and a manager mm-hmm. they have a whole company that for yeah. all we know they have a shit contract and they like, got their pimps and mm-hmm. they weren't gonna like put all this on by themselves they kind of just got scooped up in i the feel system. like as an idol if at least if you get contracted you don't really get paid so much as you get taken care of. Oh, mm-hmm. it's one of those so you are given an apartment, but that apartment is for you as long as you're an idol. Right. It's for your idol thing, and they'll buy you so shit not, if it helps your job. Yeah. yeah, so you don't get to live there. That's where you sleep. Uh, she had to fucking bike to Kobe. <laughs> she can't yeah, even get yeah. an Uber. She can't get a fucking. <laughs> they can't even get her a fucking train bus ticket, pass, a bus pass, nothing, <laughs> a rickshaw. What the fuck, you guys? If yeah. I can say something positive about this entire documentary, wasn't her bike helmet fucking sick? Yeah, I, yes. oh, I love it. Was that. Really cool. It was a dinosaur. It was the top half of a dinosaur with the like, teeth oh, on it. It was really cool. Okay, after I, I watched this documentary, <laughs> I wore my cutest shit i wore my hello kitty backpack with my cupcake hat and i wore a lot of glitter eyeliner i was like by the end of the documentary i was like i love the aesthetic i love the aesthetic (laughs) also the dancing is dumb and shit but it's very fun fun. it's like aerobics it's fun. <laughs> you just hit yourself in the face. You would never be an idol. <laughs> you, you just hit yourself in the face. Um, can we talk about her dad and the woodblock massage? <laughs> so she goes home. She travels home. It's like 80 miles from Tokyo. Oh, God. Her dad is in... He looks like a doctor. He turns out to be a chiropractor. That's yeah. a whole conversation in and of itself. <laughs> uh, and he gives her... A, a therapeutic massage? massage? Yeah, like, uh, like a... Massage, Chiropractic like massage? Japanese... It's like physical therapy kind of massage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't looked like like don't. She's relax. an athlete. Yeah, right. exactly. And he did have a very gross line about like, oh, I, I, I'm so lucky being able to touch the body of an idol. Yep. <laughs> yep. Ugh. But also, he was like, I was in a boy band when I was younger. Yeah, I was I'm not living my life like through her, but I am very happy and empowered yeah. or something. And I'm like. Yo, you are totally living your life yeah. vicariously through your daughter. Like the fact that you denied it before anyone accused you of it. Right. <laughs> means he came that. out ahead of that story a little <laughs> too fast. Yeah. Um, and the mom had yeah, to like he, he, roll her eyes before she said anything. Yeah. Oh, and then the story about Rio in high school you, and she would work at a cafe. She didn't come home and she slept at internet cafes and stuff. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, and she's like, it worked all, out fine. And, and I her, could see mom, her mom just be like, her poor mother can't say shit though because the dad is the one that makes the rules. Rio's oh, doing fuck, it. You're right. <laughs> so the mom, you could just see all the shade every time yeah. anyone said anything about the whole idol thing. Her mom was just throwing RuPaul level shade, <laughs> and and because Rio, in all intents and purposes, was not like the perfect Japanese child by any mm-hmm. means, and her it probably made her mom feel very like much like a shitty mother. Yeah, yeah. that her daughter's skipping school and sleeping in fucking internet cafes. Right. Oh yeah. So now when she's got like a bunch of fans and money coming in, are they going to be like, no, right? Like if if she had already like thought her daughter was on the track to like being a deadbeat, 
it's probably hard for her to like yeah. turn away money. Yeah. So now she can't say anything. Fame, yeah. Fans, fucking fans, right? Yeah. God, I'm. That's strange place. My to be still in. my biggest takeaway from this is I really want someone to hammer a piece of wood on my back. Yeah. It was yeah, so well, good. Like wood blocks and Yeah. It was it was pretty cool. Yeah. It fucking had a hammer and a wood block and she's laying these you know what I have this knot in my shoulder right now and honestly that probably would feel amazing. Yeah. And like I want <laughs> And he's like stepping on her back and pulling like, her leg. And, and you like, hear like all, all this crunching right. and shit and I'm like, God, do I it want to it. me. Yeah, I need it. I need to just get back in my body, you know? Oh. <laughs> so there's a line at the end where she's like my legs are short. I'm pudgy. My arms are short. I'm not that pretty. I'm like, what? I'm like, girl, if you think you're pudgy, then I'm a fucking whale. She's like, I can't be a beautiful entertainer. I was like, girl, what do you think you are if not a beautiful entertainer? Because nothing is good enough. Exactly. No matter how good they are, they could still be better. Oh, my God. The part where she's talking about like, so I had a speaking role in an anime. And that didn't work out. And then I was going to sing the opening for an anime. And that didn't work out. And everything's not happening. And she starts crying. And Ugh. I was just like, every day, girl. Same. Same. Oh, shit. Like, I, I was... She was the only one that I was like... She had a lot of ambition. Yeah. And I... F- everything she did, I was like, you are working really hard. She's, she's a boss. And I, But I'm like, it's all misdirected. Absolutely. And it was so upsetting. <laughs> It's like, uh, oh my god! But yeah, I tried her- to Wikipedia her later, and she's had like five or six singles, but no albums. Mm. Yeah. So it didn't seem like that record contract. At the end of it, she's like, "Oh, she gets a record contract, something like that." Right? Yeah, but it didn't uh, seem like it really worked because she had that one song that was pretty catchy, though. Yeah, she's like, "Banzai, banzai." <laughs> it was really, Very it was anime. fun. Yeah, she and she was kind of a badass. She fucking biked <laughs> to <laughs> Kobe. <laughs> like, I want her to be successful in something yeah that will actually reward her for being a full realized human being yeah mm-hmm. she'll need to like take time to go become one of those though yeah right? <laughs> because she's been doing this since she was 16 instead of school and... <sighs> can we go back to that for a second though she stayed overnight in the the internet maid cafe, cafe but then she took a shower in the internet cafe yeah the internet cafes have showers um so a lot of times internet cafes are like you can get internet there, and also you can sleep there if you need so- just like a place. It's like the YMCA. In- it's like the YMCA. I mean, you pay for it, right? But it's like you can. Wow, okay. You get a little hmm. cubby to sleep in. Oh, like a capsule shower. hotel or yeah. whatever. Oh. Okay, okay. That's a little less like a weird than mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I went down to Frascati and took a shower. You know? Like that'd be, <laughs> that'd be weird, right? But also, it's like you're showering in an internet cafe, right? Mm, that is some that's sketch because yeah. I hope those are gender separated. Uh, I hope that there are no like uh, cameras in it and bars of soap, or I don't know how the uh, fuck they would do it. Shower heads, <laughs> like. But... I was surprised they didn't, given that this was critical and very serious about the issue, and had real adults talking about it. They really didn't mm-hmm. talk about any like abuse, and I can't imagine. There oh wasn't yeah, any. where the fuck are the managers on this shit? Yeah, we never really see or hear from them, and there's no way that all of that mm-hmm. is is oh is no kosher, right or whatever. Well, again, I feel like they the documentary may have tried to get this information. Oh yeah, I think they really uh, tried but it's probably to get the super tight lips. And but yeah. they like everyone when you asked about the managers, when mm-hmm. you asked about the fans, all the idols had nothing but good things oh, to so say. Right, they could, oh, right. I'm fine. Oh, I'm fine. Uncooperative mm-hmm. witness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they also know that that's how they're making their minimal money. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I enjoyed the, this 
didn't have this had like a very sparse amount of talking heads people Mm -hmm. like it really just lets you watch what was happening and make your own judgments but also it's like someone needs to say how shitty this is more what we didn't more get than enough. just one woman yeah, yeah we didn't get enough of the one woman and the sleepy guy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one woman and the sleepy guy oh, they were a team though yeah, yeah they were the only people who were like this is pretty fucked oh can i bring up so she does a birthday show and she's 21 mm-hmm. yeah and it was, they built like this is her first big live concert which i didn't realize before all these idol shows they're i guess we haven't said they are they are small conference rooms yeah. mm-hmm. with like 20 to 30 people a couple of women in there which i wanted to talk to oh yeah yeah i, I wanted to hear from them i, I what do we know thought about, about this whenever we talk about like gross populations like alt-rights otakus we never talk about women yeah and there's a weird oppression of oppressors there yeah <laughs> i mean, in a I lot mean of- they're gross but they should still be talked to <laughs> And this isn't the case where I got the impression that they were there supporting some shitty dude. Yeah. yeah. Which I get in a lot of the cases of the alt-right or just Republican Party in general. Uh, but they they seem to be independent people there enjoying themselves? Yeah. Question mark? That's why I was like... So then what's their psychology? Is it the same thing? Yeah. Are they living vicariously like, through somebody? Are they somebody? Just, like, inspired by it? They're How the old... many closeted lesbians Ooh. just like get all their shit out through idols That's instead of thing. actually dating other women? Oh, what? Because right. what's the... Cause what's the I don't know a lot about Japan currently. What's the whole gay thing over um, there? What's so up like, with the gay I know thing in Shibuya, there? <laughs> they, um, Shibuya. Just, this is like not even a city. This is like a part of Tokyo. Mm-hmm. It's like a borough in Tokyo. I'm it's, so glad I played Persona 5. I knew I knew, yeah. I recognized so many things in this. I know what you're talking about. Sorry, go on. So Shibuya, they um, said, okay, you have partnerships between same-sex couples. And I think they're the first like district to say that. And that's about it. And they do have like. Wait, it's just a district and not even the city? Not even the city. A Whoa. borough of Tokyo says that okay. there right. you can get it. Because I know, like, because, you know, I work in a place with a lot of heavy Asian tourist yeah. traffic, and I see a lot of Chinese lesbian couples just very out and oh, yeah? proud cool. and doing it live yeah. and doing it big. And it's amazing for me to see because I also know that, like, in China, there's like a lot of gender fluid pop like- group happening and like in korea as well but japan i feel like it's still pretty Mm. not into it actually i feel like especially with social things maybe just more so than korea i feel like japan it's kind of just because i think they're more connected to american pop culture will be a little bit more ahead of it i don't know they have like idol groups specifically for like the like kind of gender fluidity Mm -hmm. appeal i do know they have like a pride day there and like all the big cities will okay, have one. Yeah. I do know they have groups for it. Yeah, maybe these women are closeted lesbian yeah. pedophiles <laughs> <laughs> that also want to go see. Or maybe those are the women that were idols before. Uh, and like yeah. they're still, I don't know. Like maybe they just love idols. Maybe they do. Maybe they wish they could be one and they never got the chance. Literally, anyone could be an idol. Uh, <laughs> the dancing, the singing yeah. proves anyone could be an idol. <laughs> <laughs> all I the mean, anything you do from age key. four to 20 you're really good at it. Uh, yeah. uh, my original point here was the tiny tiny concerts yeah creepy yeah. tiny concerts you make con- eye contact with literally everyone you're performing you're on the same level they're not even like on a stage yeah anything, right? <laughs> then they set up this is the big concert she's turning i think it was 21 
Uh, they're, it's they're all this not prep. that big. They're, they, as soon as they show the audience, it's like it's there's not. maybe seven, eight rows, not completely full. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, she's and, got a band, but yeah. And so this was her big like breakout, and I was just like, oh god, it's just the same fucking dudes. It's and like, she was, you could tell she had never performed on a stage of that size because she was so close to the front. Oh you know? no, yeah. And it was like. That that was a mess. Yeah. But she was so excited. Also, was show. she wearing a crown of thorns, or what was? Maybe it's too specific see. for you guys to remember. But she was I wearing don't. something of a messy halo, and I was like, I if it was a crown of thorns, I was like, oh shit, because it was a metal band, and she's like, uh, whatever. Oh, I don't know. Just, that'd be cool. Oh. Listen, her right in. Tell me what her. <laughs> yeah. <crown laughs> yeah, I felt like uh, they really hyped that show up. They were like, we got. Two bouquets. We usually get one. We got two this time. That was like um, a good luck shrine thing, yeah. right? Like there uh-huh. was some like religion there. They, oh, there was a real when she went home. So they went to like the New Year's shrine where like mm-hmm. they would write real ass like things about their life that they would wish for, and then these guys would be writing about her. Yeah, right? yeah. They'd be like, "Oh, I hope that Rio is very successful." While other people are writing like. I hope that my sister graduates high school yeah. on time and doesn't kill herself. Like <laughs> my dad worked at the but here's the thing. <laughs> so they meltdown. showed those wishes there, and then they had one that a picture of Love Live. So that means what? there there's a level of dudes writing. I hope Rio does well, and then there's a dude's level of I hope fake idol <laughs> fake cartoon idol does well jesus right I hope that's some meta as fuck douchebag in our writer's room doesn't give a fuck <laughs> thinks about my prayer when he gives her a b plot <laughs> in season three episode two right oh man <laughs> wonderful yeah it was oh and also just to take a step back to like the 23 year old idol worshiping dudes and like uh, the older yeah. guys I, I talked about this earlier before we started recording, and I was like, wait, I'll save it. I'll save it. I feel like a lot of these dudes are super fucking autistic. Yeah. And I feel oh. like they are getting preyed upon because they have that word, what, Kamusho, where they talk about how they have bad communication skills. You're right. And, Pick up on that. Uh-huh, and I was just like, and watching certain dudes' mannerisms, and like they're, yeah. I was like, they're preying upon people who are obviously autistic who Mm -hmm. have horrible social skills but you know still make money doing their job and now they're like preying upon them to give their money all to these girls because it's like they manufactured the perfect product that they could not resist which is a non-relationship relationship where you get to do the things that excite you the most there's not fuck these girls, but hold their hands and have them remember your mm-hmm. name and birthday. And write right? you love letters. And oh, take that letter was with creepy. You. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, my God. The old guy. And he says, like, Daddy Mitachi. Mm-hmm. And then she she <sighs> says, like, I will love you forever. And I didn't know what it was like to love and be loved before I met you. But thank you so much for being a fan. <laughs> yeah, they have to treat, treat them all equally, but then they have this over the top. It's and insane. It's such cognitive distance because the guy is like, they cherish it so much, but also realize they're not special compared to everyone else. Mm-hmm. And that that makes their community work better, like we talked about. And like, oh, there's just so I much just going don't. On. It's so complex. It is insane. And I like a sleepy, <laughs> sleepy sociologist guy was like, we have a declining birth rate. Like, this should be illegal. <laughs> like, these t- I was like, all right, bro. It's like you're taking that a little bit too far because you guys have been oh, yeah. complaining about your population for like a long time. Oh yeah, yeah. so everyone in Japan, it's like 
constantly like, oh, our birth rate's declining. And every time it comes up, it's like, it can't be that difficult. And also, deal. it's like you're still shoving people into subway trains. Maybe you, you could so- use a decline. <laughs> Maybe you need you're a decline. Fine. Well, there's a... I, I sympathize more with that because um, it's a very monolithic society. And if uh, your birth rate declines and your pension system deals with having more people younger than older, mm-hmm. I get that there's an economic math problem to be solved. When white people talk about it in America... They're worried that people who are not white are making babies faster and yes. so that they will become a minority. And that's just straight up racism. Yeah. But that we hear that all the time. In America. But Japan isn't not racist. No, sure. Super racist. They're sure. like, Super. they look over to Korea. It's like, they're doing fine. Yeah. They're fucking all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree with it. Uh, yeah. It's not to say we were more or less racist, but rather I realize there is a actual academic problem with their demographics oh, yeah. Yeah. whereas every time i hear a very similar argument over here it's just racism yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. we have a plenty of uh growth, they're like white, white people, people are gonna be the minority pretty <laughs> soon and it's like who Guess gives what? a shit globally they are and fuck man who cares <laughs> Yeah, Japan, uh, I had a Japanese friend in high school who would try to explain certain things of Japanese culture to me. And one thing she said, which I've heard from a lot of people, is that Japanese people are super, super, super polite, only to be patronizing about it. So, like, they're super polite because they're like, oh, (laughs) I'm more polite than you. And I'm being polite to you because you're just, you know, I have to be. (laughs) You know, like, yeah, yeah, for real. And it's like... She was trying to explain that to me, and then she also was trying to explain the fact that, like, oh, yeah, Japanese people, like, they love white people. Like, they love the way they look. That's it. it. Makes no sense. <laughs> and I'm like, wait. It, it's, well, that's, so that's, that's like, is true white devil magic. Yeah. Is that through colo- cultural colonialism, yep. somehow, like, you can be a disgusting-looking white dude. You go to Japan... People are fucking yeah. nuts. And that reminds me of, like, every time I would go to her house, her mom would always, like, say things in Japanese and, like, look at me and then look at her sister and they would say something in Japanese and then we'd leave and my friend would be like, yeah, they were just talking about how, like, big your eyes were and how pretty <laughs> they were. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, well, I can't be mad. God, you're pretty. <laughs> when I went you know? to Japan like, one oh, time, <laughs> not my host mom, but when the neighbors were like, oh, Ame, Ame, and she's just talking about, like, your eyes are so blue. And I'm first like, not even. Yeah. I'm <laughs> green. Yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, but it's like weird. Like, I guess I'm pretty. Yeah. <laughs> and just, there are just all these other things that she's just like trying to tell me about, like, the just everything is extreme like you have to like things extreme you know yeah. like you can't she's like yeah you can have like hobbies here and there but like you gotta have something you're really 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 fucking into yeah uh, you have to like have something you're good at too yeah like, that's really the thing good that at. is yeah. tough because like i think you most can't be pe- mediocre i think most people in life are like not great at any one specific thing but if you can manage to be okay at lots of different things at what how was that any less than Exactly. Yeah. We're a bunch of jack of all trades over here. Comedy, yeah. baby. Armchair quarterback. Yeah. Exactly. Can you hand me my phone? I got to turn the air on. I'm really hot. Sorry. I sorry. I needed the window closed. What if homeless people fight outside our window? <laughs> Directly outside the window. That's call like back. three stories It's up. happened, though. It has happened. <laughs> like, there's a, like, a guy just in the tree, just like, oh, no, ah. I, I swear to God, right there, I saw what could have been a 
situation of domestic violence. Ooh. There's been some hollering happening. There's been some hollering. And, hollering. and when the when Trump came in twenty like before the election, there Ew. was like a police phalanx like walked down with shields and shit. God, oh my god. So I was like, Motherfucker, what's happening? Before Trump got elected, you could be really angry at him. But now that he is, it's like what you're just gonna hate your whole existence. <laughs> yeah. Because he permeates every level. All of it. And I can't think about it. You got <laughs> Yeah, can't. you got to self care afterwards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just I try to forget. I'm like, listen, I would rather <laughs> have a bunch of dudes worshiping little girls <laughs> than have <laughs> Honestly, one of those yeah. dudes in the White House, though. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. like do it on your own time, bro. Oh my god. But yeah, that that was just the standout thing of like how ever how it was accepted, yet also not. Except but they knew they were weird. They knew they it. were weird. There was a strange self-awareness to all. Yes. Yeah. And that's what, because bo- it's like if they knew that what they were doing wasn't weird, then you're kind of just like, okay, for sure. But the fact that they were like, yeah, you know, we are a lot older than them. Yeah, you know. Nah. It's I'm like cl- everyone knows it's weird, but no one wants to ask if it's wrong. Ex- yeah. Well, again, what <laughs> the fuck? Like, just a thesis. Is it weird or is it wrong? Mm-hmm. It's both. It is absolutely in both. this case. Um, it would be a lot different if they were idolized by children. And they there had was children. that one girl they who had came children up to real. Mickey Mouse Club kind of shit. You never saw the kids at the show. No, you didn't. It was just the men. Yeah. So. And it's like, uh, it, there seemed to be lyrics for kids. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's, oh, that's the other thing. Because they talked about how, oh, you want to get a really young person. It's like, that's like being a fan of ariana ariana grande instead of beyonce just Mm -hmm. because ariana grande is new like why would you not want beyonce (laughs) like in every way yeah every metric every she's had more time to develop as an artist Mm -hmm. not saying that not saying that ariana grande is not you know a a good pop star in her own right but i get (laughs) what you mean it's like why do they want the new fresh why do they want some fresh meat it's ground floor it's 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 a startup yeah Like, that guy was in, like, her music video, the main guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was in the front row. Like, he was doing the call and response. Like, he's a big deal he's in her world guy. of equal people. He's kind of He'll the probably be at her funeral. <laughs> when he murders her. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll because... be buried next to each other. <laughs> Jesus. No, I'm, like, super scared for these girls' safety because it only takes one person to ruin everything yeah. for That's everybody. That's what I kept thinking was, like, how, how is there not and one sociopath here? Yeah. There, and in America, would there have been? Is but, it just- like, yes. <laughs> I'm betting there's multiple people who have been sociopaths, but everyone just agrees to ignore it because that yeah. would stop the fun. Mm. And I guess there was so much to get through in this documentary. Like, they're trying to, like, tell the rest of the world this is a thing. That, like, there's probably an equally long documentary about, like, the real abuse shit, but it was so fucked up already. Yeah. That they were just trying to tell people, like, this was the scary part that 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 sleepy guy was talking about was, this is becoming more normalized. Like, the lines are becoming blurred between this and, like, regular pop music Mm -hmm. and whatnot. And so it's more about how scary, how this is okay than it is that, of course, it's really scary if you go, it's a cult. It's a... Yeah. Super cult. Um, and then also we talk about like m- most of these girl guys like 10 years ago would have girlfriends yeah right. and they seemed very heartbroken about it too like that one guy like started crying almost he was like yeah i was engaged i saved all my money to marry this girl and she found someone else and ever since then i've just dedicated my life to following the idols yeah. and he even was like yeah. i quit my job to like run my own business because when you work for a salary, people like just cover up all your mistakes or something. And he's mm-hmm. like, I want to be accountable for myself. That was a and I love like, that dude when he like was talking about why he left his big 
big job. Yeah, but then I'm like, but you could be doing so many other more productive, better things that now I feel like... Without this opportunity, he would have tried again. Yeah. Exactly. So, oh, it was just like, bro, <laughs> get on Zoloft, dude, because like you're just finding ways to avoid living real yeah. life yeah. and facing your fucking shit, dude. Right. Because for me, when I was super depressed, I like to sleep. This guy likes to follow idols. <laughs> like, sleeping is worse? free. <laughs> which one's worse? And the following idols, yes. Sleeping yeah. is free. <laughs> and I'm not fucking damaging people's psyche it's confusing <laughs> me because like a lot of those good dudes like you're not bad looking if you tried someone not monsters you? yeah they don't seem like like that was another thing that i felt conflicted about is like i had compassion for them and empathy and i'm like they don't seem all like bad guys they just seem a little bit creepy and, then, and i'm like but that does make them kind of bad yeah but then also if they're like really autistic and they think the only people they can really fucking talk to are like young girls because they're the only people that aren't judgmental of them and how Mm. weird they are then it kind of makes sense too and so that's when i start going to a rabbit hole spiral and that's what (laughs) documentaries do to me yeah especially shit like this because you can kind of like like empathize and feel sorry for them but you don't fucking want to no right Right. And you shouldn't, I don't think. I don't think I mean, so. I don't know. I Both don't... sides of the equation, too. Same yeah. with the girls, too, Same right? with the girls. Yeah. It's like, you, they try so hard, and you want them to like be rewarded, but they do it at the dumbest thing. Yeah. And then yeah. it just stems back to, like, if this was just never created, yeah. then we wouldn't even have to be worrying about this and talking about it. What Why if everyone they... got into pottery, like, real hard? Yes! <laughs> Japan, instead of idols, could you guys have gotten into, like, sustainable farming? <laughs> or... I think they're trying, actually. I think probably. they're doing a lot of the work in it. They're probably doing all that the work. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, so I think we've thoroughly covered I... Tokyo idols. Yeah, any closing thoughts? Uh... I guess it's that hard for men to try to relate to women and <laughs> any real way <laughs> that they have no. to because it's just that hard because we're it's that so hard for complex. them yeah <laughs> it's their effort level is that low yeah. i think is that's the it. thing is they don't want to fucking try mm-hmm. right if these dudes just fucking Still try having sex in a oh, real yeah. relationship i think the idol should flip the whole thing on its head and become like relationship therapist for these dudes like, to go you? out and get yeah. if I was idol, i'd be like do you like anyone it's like no but not me anyone else find anyone else <laughs> yeah just like you can still like worship me from afar, but you also could be having sex right now yeah. and living a normal adult <laughs> life. And I don't care if you think of me while it is happening, but don't tell me anything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's what I think. I think yeah. they should flip it all around just and do it. Manipulate the men into just leaving them the fuck alone, but still paying their bills. Yeah, the dream, the dream. <laughs> Uh, fan corner. Oh, fan corner. Oh, let's talk about our fans, our devoted fans. Oh, fans. you guys get. <laughs> we, we do they make you t-shirts with no. glitter? Oh, and listener can't see. There, there's 36 old men watching us right now, <laughs> <laughs> with glow, glow sticks and hey, choreographed yes. dancing. <sighs> like, <laughs> they're, um, they're chanting. So we did get a fr- uh, present from friend slash family member of the show. Oh. My cousin Robert Zaroon gifted the show, the show, not one but two Beyblades. Oh, what? We're gonna have to fight. We're gonna, we're to gonna have to find some, some local fourth graders and fucking <laughs> kick their asses. <laughs> and then uh, you guys should film it, throw that shit as a short. We haven't done anime video yet. Yeah, short, yeah, that could be your first short. Just find some kids and uh, Beyblade them. <laughs> 
<laughs> Otherwise, the audio is just going to be like a, a whirling <laughs> noise and then just ding, 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 ding. ding. I Do guess we you do win. Beyblade ASMR? <laughs> oh my God. Someone would be into it. I, I can't tell you how many times I've thought about like, I could do an ASMR channel. I do, that <laughs> do it. Fuck it. I know. It's gonna happen. That's eventually. another thing that kind of creeps me out. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, it's it's not uncreepy it's at very all. Creepy. It's really creepy. Like well, biologically creepy. Yeah, like, it, it makes oh, it see, for, for me, some reason, like, but the why? the whispering, like soft noises, like, oh, that is relaxing. Then the cultural context of all of it, of like here's a thousand different versions of a pretty white girl who can like soothe you to sleep. That's really gross <laughs> to me. <laughs> Yeah, it just makes me squirm. I don't like it when people whisper in my ear in general. I don't like the sounds of like lip noise Mm. and spit noise. I think it's... It's, I don't like chewing sounds. It's not for me, you guys. I think it's like a does cilantro taste like soap thing. Mm -hmm. Yes, Where there's like a DNA code for it. Because it took me a while to get into podcasts, honestly, because sometimes people, you could, they would be like, "Mm -hmm. I'm going to hear this later. And I'm going to be like, oh. We do our best to edit that out, but not everyone does. But also, that's my favorite (laughs) Michael Ian Black bit, is when he talks about (gasps) the banana eating noises, and he just does it into the microphone, and it's make it, because it makes you so uncomfortable that you have to laugh. So. See, it's like, you're, like, we're all just, like, squirming right now. And that's how I was after watching Tokyo Idols on Netflix. They should do a part two. They sh- they need to. And then we'll do this I need to know two. what happened to Rio. <laughs> She's addicted to coke. It's intervention. It's just There's so little drugs in Japan. And this is proof that they need to have some drugs. They need more yeah. drugs in Japan. Japan, get, get more drugs. drugs. <laughs> That's the final thought? Yeah. Final thought, get more get drugs, them, Japan. Get them drugs. 420 Our top listening to city is Lahore, Pakistan, but also the guest we just had on last week was recently in Lahore, Pakistan, prepping for a show. That sounds a little like a crazy coincidence. If anyone out there from Lahore, Pakistan was really into us and we're just running right over you because of a coincidence, please let us know. But it's probably Jamila. (laughs) (laughs) We got a gift. That's good enough for the segment. Yeah. Yeah, we got a gift. I mean, he he. This guy won two sets of socks and oh yeah, uh, the big pocky this at is our live weird. episode. So he's he's a quiz champion as oh, far yeah. as I'm concerned. So. I know. I wanted to go to your last live episode, but um, in the fall episode 100, my shitty job. Oh. No worries. Today I got We're a very far today away. I got a call saying that they want to that payroll fucked up and apparently paid us too much and they want us to give them money back and I'm gonna quit and I think if they really ask me for it back, <laughs> I think if they say hey you, we paid you too much you need to give us your money back I'm just gonna be like no you can't tell people that, that seems I'm gonna wrong. say no and unless then if, it's like a million dollars like no I don't know and if then if they right. push it I'm gonna be like, like how much do they pay you extra. I don't know yet because I haven't seen it, but my other coworker said that they paid him $315 extra. That's nice. And if I get $315 extra, like I bust my ass at this place for not a lot of money. And yeah. I, I've been, I'm i yeah. like, I deserve it. It's the worst thing in the world. Yeah. It's like, hey, guys, <laughs> bonuses for the next yes, three years. Yes. And I'm just like, what the fuck? If they try to, if they try to, mm-mm, mm-mm. So <laughs> it's in the bank now. It is going fucking down. What if they take you to court? It's going to be amazing because I'm just going to show up and I'm just going to be like, I have to scrub toilets. 
I have, and it's a retail fucking management job, and I have to do all this shit, and I've been doing this, 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 and this, which isn't in my job description. I will go full fucking sass, Mm -hmm. but... You'll make sure it's not worth $315 of their time. Oh, well, the second you say, like, okay, well, let me talk to my lawyer about this, they're like, never mind, just shred it. So, that's a... So I may be free. I may be free a lot. We don't pay you enough to have for you to have a lawyer (laughs) representation. Yes, but hey, they don't know my lifestyle. (laughs) They don't. They don't know that if I have twenty dollars in my savings account or twenty thousand, they don't. You have to choose one (laughs) Bay Area comedian to represent you in a court of law. Who you choose? Dun dun. Ooh, who would make the best points? Ooh, I got a couple answers. Cody, go first. Uh, if you just need a face of the operation, you got to yeah. go with Arturo. Mm. I want him sitting next to me in a suit, mm. you know, with that smile. You but you great. know what? I've heard him mispronounce a lot of words. Don't let him talk. Don't yeah. let, him talk. <laughs> <laughs> let him warm up the, the jury. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like judiciously uh, uh, Ryan Goodcase, because he's so good mm. at roast battles, but mm. in a very like, nerd analytic I feel like way. it can make a strong argument. Uh, yeah, yeah, I want him doing the, the cross. I know? would go with no longer Bay Area comedian, oh. but I do know that one Ben Jaramillo used to be on a debate club. So, so I'm going to go with him. I want to go with him. It's just a debate club. I think the first person, honestly, that came to mind was Alex Love, just because mm. I feel oh, yeah. I feel like she's got this intensity and this not I won't take shit from yes. people right. and I feel like she is a powerful black woman mm-hmm. and if she walks in the courtroom and slams her briefcase down <laughs> and says one fucking thing they're gonna be so scared oh, terrified they're gonna be terrified she's in like grad school now she and is. she's in grad school and God damn I see pictures of her like reading books a lot <laughs> and she's a great person yeah and I think I would go with Alex Love to be my lawyer um and if I had to choose anybody else, it would be real fun just to have, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, Mean Dave come through and just be like, listen, this is a fucking waste of your time. You're wasting your fucking money being here. You're wasting your fucking time being here. There are murderers out there that you guys should be, like, trying right now. I don't know why we're here. Like, and I think he would win oh, just on, like, that alone. Who would be fun like, to put in court? I just oh, want to say that, uh, fun. Kyle Hovland. Oh, they don't know. Oh, geez. He just comes as a different character. Every One fucking. One of his characters is a lawyer. <laughs> Fuck, there you go. Oh, um, his, uh, Robert Dupree is a lawyer, Robert right? Robert Dupree. Kyle, if you're listening. Oh, shit. Please be my lawyer when I go to court for this money. <laughs> Kyle's Sounds on like the a web series. <laughs> we can make it happen. <laughs> Yeah, we have fun. We did. We do. We sure do. It's been Anime Friendship Hour. I've been Courtney Magleby. I've been Cody. And I've been Sarah. Bye. Glow stick, glow stick. Glow stick, glow stick. Worship, We love you, but not for real. Goodbye, JoJo. podcasts so you should know it helps a lot and if you don't it helps a lot i love you so much